good, isn't it? God, God is good. God is good. God is good. We don't even deserve to be here. But God is good. I have not done everything right, but God is good. You have not done everything right, but God, God is good. So every day of your life, say, Lord, I thank you. So give me, give me one more day to try to get it right. So I want us to be thankful people. And it's good to see everybody here. Good to see cousin in the house. Cousin in the house. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. And we're going to go to the word this morning coming from the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel. Let's see, before I get in trouble, sit down and just tell her brother what to do. Sit down. Miss Tasha, see, I'm telling her to sit down, Miss Tasha. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Miss Tasha going to call me this, this evening and say, Pastor, now your wife needs to be sitting down. But brother, brother, you stand up, brother. You stand up. Daniel chapter 3. Coming from the King James Version. Daniel 3. Daniel 3. Some of you probably saying, Pastor, when you going to come to the New Testament? There's a whole lot of good stuff in that Old Testament that we tend to look over. But Daniel chapter 3, when you find it, when you please stand, even if you don't have a Bible, please stand for the word of God. Daniel chapter 3, starting at verse 14. Daniel 3, starting at 14, says, Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true? Oh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, sautery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, Ye fall down and worship the image which I have made well. But if ye worship not, you should be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. He said, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we would not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, 
and the form of his visage was changed against Sharak, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Sharak, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Sharak, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Sharak, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. But then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. The word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. You may be seated. You may be seated. Maybe hmm. Can you look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm on the lower side. Look to your other neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm on the lower side. That's what I want to use for a topic this morning. I'm on the Lord's side. Urshie, you may be seated. You may be seated. You may be seated. Just being you, Sunday, I'm going to do something a little bit different this morning. I'm going to keep this music playing out while I preach. Youth, I'm on the Lord's side. I don't want to be on the side by myself. I want you to be on the side of me. Ducks, I'm on the Lord's side. And I don't want to be on the Lord's side by myself, Spring Hill. We all need to be on the Lord's side. Good morning. We all know that there are a lot of things that goes into a war. I mean, look at the war in Ukraine. It is total chaos. And one of the first things that has to be decided in a war is that you will have to choose whose side you are on. Youth in the movie that we watched on Friday night, Jurassic World, the dominion. 
You might remember there was a black guy in the movie. And but he chose to do the right thing by helping them to get the secret DNA to change the behaviors of the dinosaurs. At first he was working with a guy that was over making the dinosaurs act very strange. But when the other people came, he chose a different side. And however many times we choose Decide as youth and as adults, we choose to side with the things that we see as the most dominant. But I stop by to tell you that's not always the best side. A lot of times we choose the side that seems the most glamorous. But I stop by to tell you that's not always the best side. Everything that shines is not gold. Because we must understand that looks can be deceived. So there has to be a different outlook. There has to be a different scope that we look through. Because the Bible shows us many places where people who thought that they were powerful they ended up being defeated. Come here, Pharaoh. Pharaoh felt that his army was strong enough to deal with God's people. But he miraculously found out that God takes care of his people. Come here, David. David was a lot smaller than Goliath. But Goliath thought, and the people thought that he was going to destroy David because of how he seen. Paul and Silas were locked up in jail. But their enemies found out that God takes care of his people. And I just thought about to tell you this morning, I'm on the Lord's side. I came to get us to understand that in the war, we have to decide and make the right decisions by choosing wisely. And it's time for us to open up our minds and our hearts to think and act spiritually and not worldly. I don't know about you, but I found in this life that everything that we see physically does not actually line up spiritually. And right now we are living in a spiritual war. It is the world versus the church. It is the parents versus the children. And I don't know if you realize it, but we are fighting each and every day to protect and teach our youth and young adults the right way to go. Because of all of the different avenues that we now can fall into. And there is so much to get the youth attention today. Because today everybody trying to get lit. Adults from yesterday, y'all know they talk about getting lit yesterday. Everybody now is trying to feel some type of way. But I want you to get lit on Jesus. 
I want you to get high on Jesus. I want you to get drunk on Jesus. Uh, and every day we're constantly having to fight and pray against the enemy. But youth, there are going to be some times going up to where you have to take a stand. Youth are going to be a time where you have to let the world know whose side you own. Because one thing about a game, one thing about children that claim a set is that they are known by what they claim. They are known by what they represent. But it surprises me today that we have so many professing God. But nobody is taking a stand for God. And I'm here and I'm not ashamed to tell you I'm on the Lord's side because the Bible tells us that if you be ashamed to own him down here, that he's going to be ashamed to own you, man. It's time for the church. And it's time for the youth to take a stand against the world. Because if not, there will be serious consequences. There's a quote that out today that says, if you don't stand for something, then you will fall for anything. And with so much going on at a time like this, we are at a point to where it is obvious that we need to choose a side. So before war, we need to not only know whose side we're on, but we also need to know who is on our side. Where this text is coming from is from the book of Daniel, which bridges the entire 70 years of the Babylonian captivity. The author is Daniel, and his name means that God is my judge. This book was written to encourage the exiled Jews by revealing God's program for them, both during and after the time of Gentile power in the world. And in this particular chapter, it was dealing with a king by the name of King Nebuchadnezzar. And at the beginning of this chapter, we find out that this king built an idol God. And after it was built, he called all the people to him and gave them a demand. He gave them a decree. The people were told that every time they heard an instrument or any type of music, that they were to bow down and worship that I don't God. Keep in mind that this demand came from someone who thought he had a power. Not only did he give this command, but he also gave them a warning. The people were also told that if they didn't bow down to worship the idol, that they would be thrown into a fiery furnace. So after this decree was given, it was put into action, and all the people that were there and around was falling down and worshiping the golden statue 
The king Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Notice I said, everybody worship. And youth is easy to get caught up doing something. Just because everybody else is doing it. And everybody today is flocking to the word. Because it seems popular. Everybody else today is flocking to the world because they make it seem safe. But I need to let you know that living in the world ain't what it seems like. Growing up, I used to tell my parents, Mama, Daddy, I want to do this. And I want to do that because everybody else parents are allowing them to do this and do that. And my parents would turn around and tell me they didn't care what Johnny and Sue did. But that I wasn't going to be going around doing things just because everybody else was doing it. Now I have a little girl and about to have another little girl. And I can hear them right now saying, Daddy, I want to do this. Because everybody else is doing this. But I stopped by to tell you, I'm going to tell them, baby, you can't do what everybody else do. Everybody else don't have parents that love them. Everybody else don't have parents that care about them. So cheers when your parents tell you no. Don't poke your lip out. Cheers when your parents tell you no. Don't cop no attitude. Cheers when your parents tell you no. Don't get on social media and start talking crazy. Because they're doing it because they love it. When you get in trouble by your parents, don't get upset because they're doing it because they love you. If I get on to you around the church, it's not that I'm trying to be hard on you. I'm doing it because because I love you. I was lost at a time in my life and but I had to learn from consequences. And know that I needed to be on the lower side. I would drink some of that stuff that make you act strange. And make you forget where you are and cause you to do some things that you don't remember. I will smoke some of that stuff that make you feel like you're on the moon. But I stopped by to tell you that's not the way that you should live. Can I be real? That's the only way I know how to be. My Mary ain't always been up here. And I'm not ashamed to let you know that. But I learned that that's not the way of life. Because the Lord wants us to be sober knowing what we're doing each and every minute. Why? Because no man knows the day or the hour. 
God show up and you too lit. You don't want to be like that. Teach on the college campus and my, my students, they made me so mad this spring semester and, and I told them that. Coming up in my classroom smelling like a skunk. Don't you come in my classroom smelling like that. I can't control what you do. But don't do it before you come in my classroom. I could have got high off the year. Because a lot of times we feel like that is popular. A lot of times we feel like that is cool. But baby, when you grow up, and when you understand and see, Lord, I'm just stinking. That's not the way to be. So you have, to, you have to choose your side and watch what you hang around. Watch what you listen to. Watch what you do. Because when God show up, I want to be ready. If it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I want to be ready. If it's 12 o'clock at night, Brother John, I want to be ready. But the story goes on to where the leaders came and told the king that there were some Jews. There were some of God's people, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who ignored him. And they didn't bow down to serve his God or the statue that he had set up. Not only were they picked on and picked out because they ignored the decree, but also because they were Jews. And you, there are going to be some times where you may be picked on because you at church on Sunday. There may be some times where you are picked on because you're talking about going to Bible class. There may be some times where you are picked on because you tell them, look, I'm studying my Sunday school lesson. But baby, still stand on the Lord's side. But because they disobeyed the king, This made the king very upset. And this man, I found out that he had a pride problem. And we've been talking about that at Bible study. This, this man, he was selfish. And we've been talking about that at Bible study. I want to encourage all of you come out to Bible study. He had a pride problem and very demanding and this was a type of person that thought that everything should go his way. I need to let you know something, that there are going to be people who hate you because of the side that you choose. Look at all this murdering in the world today in Chicago. Memphis has gone slap crazy because the people are choosing the world side rather than choosing the Lord's side. So that brings us down to the text and after 
They told the king about these three young men. It is you, Sunday, right? This made the king furious because the three young men didn't follow the decree that he had given them. Keep in mind that not only were they young, but they had positions. And the Bible says in verse 12 that they managed the province of Babylon. So this was a slap in the face for the king, King Nebuchadnezzar. He was a man all about himself and not about God's business. Spring your book, we have to make sure we are about God's business. I don't care who you are, I don't care how old you how old you are, I don't care what role you have. We need to make sure we are about God's business. So the king wanted to see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in person. So he gave orders to have the men brought before. And so the king went back to his decree youth and said it word for word like it was given in the scripture. And even though he was already told what they had done, I guess he wanted to give them another chance. Or maybe he thought that his presence would make them compromise. And I need to let you know that we are living in a time today to where the world is trying to get the church to compromise. But Romans 12 and 2 tells us do not conform to the pattern of this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So youth, I'm going to give you an assignment. Everybody here. Go home today and think about your values. Think about the things that you cherish. Write them down on a sheet of paper. Put it in your phone. And if you ever come across something that makes you go against your values, I want to tell you this morning, stick to your values. If you come across something that makes you go against the word of God, I'm asking you this morning to stick to the word of God. Youth, when you face things in the hallway at school, on your college campus, look at your phone and remember your values. Because then you won't conform. But you will continue to do God's will. So youth, if you want to make it in this life, you need to understand that we are at war against Satan. And I need to warn you that if you don't choose the Lord's side, you're headed for destruction. A lot of times we, wrong, we hang around the wrong people. You need to stop hanging around the wrong people. Why? Because as soon as you find yourself in trouble, I'm going to ask you, where are those people? that you were hanging around. 
But you want to hang around some people that are going to build you up. You want to hang around some people that are going to help you talk right, help you live right. Adults as well. I know you say, but pastor, the world is doing this. I know you're saying, but pastor, the world got this. And the world is living it up. But let me tell you, the world, if they don't find or get a relationship with God, they headed to hell. A lot of times we talk about heaven. But nobody wants to talk about hell. But I'm telling you this morning that if you don't get Jesus as your personal Savior, there is a place. You think it's hot outside, baby. We talking about heat strokes here, but baby, there is another place that is hotter than what it is right now. So what's the king? He asked them again. He also asked who they thought would save them. Because the thing he thought he was above God. A lot of people think they are above God. But I need to tell you better watch yourself. Because God will remove you out of the way. If you think that you are bigger than God. Oh my God. But the three young men, they were young, they were young, they were young. They had positions. And people around them was doing the things accustomed to what everybody else was doing. But they stuck. And stayed with God. And the three young men told them. That we need not to answer him because we won't serve your God. Because if the God we serve exists, then he can rescue us from the furnace of the blazing fire. And the God that we serve, he will rescue us from the power of you, King. But if he don't rescue us, we still won't run. We still won't bow down. We still won't obey your commands. We still won't serve your guys or your statue. When everything was against them, yet they still stood for God. You can say what you want to about me. I'm still going to stand with God. You can do what you want to do to me. I'm still going to stand with God. I'm not afraid of you. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of God. Don't be afraid. I want you to be afraid and show reference to God. I'm human just like you. We all are human. We, we need to fear God because we're all trying to get to the same destination. But Joshua said, as, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
Elijah said, choose you this day whom you will serve. I found out what the Lord said in Isaiah 54 and 17 that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. So these men, young men, took a stand in spite of looking death in the face. They took a stand for God. And these young men, they lean and they depend they depended on God. So when they said this, remember the king was already mad, my man. But this made it even worse. And he wanted his soldiers to fire up the furnace. But not only fired up, but it make it seven times hotter than what it should be. So he wanted Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego tied up thrown in the fire. But watch God step in for the ones who take a stand for him. And it makes no difference what your situation is, what your situation looks like if you take a stand for God. God will show up in your favor. The world outside don't have no one to depend on. But on the Lord's side, David said in Psalm 23, but to James, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord, as long as I remember that the Lord is my shepherd. When I started traveling down the highways by myself, when Zari come in the world, as long as I remember that the Lord is my shepherd. When I go to school and the students, they're doing this and that as long as I remember that the Lord is my shepherd. So as they were thrown in the fire, the ones that threw them in were the ones that ended up burning. They're going to be people that try to do you wrong. But the trouble is going to end up on them. And not you. There are going to be some people that try to put you in some bad situations. But the trouble is going to end up on them. And not you. Because the Bible tells us this battle is not yours. But it belongs to the Lord. It belongs to the Lord and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, was thrown in the fire. But they weren't dead. They were in the fire, but they weren't burning. Don't try this at home now. But here in the text, they were in the fire. But they wouldn't burn. There may be some hot situations that you find yourself in. But you still have your peace. That means you didn't get burned. 
There are going to be some troubles that you find yourself in, but you don't lose your joy. You didn't get burned. There are going to be some situations where you don't lose everything that you have. I just stopped by to tell you, you didn't get burned. And you ought to tell God, thank you for that. They threw me and tied up. The Bible say they became untied. And the king, he looked back not being able to understand what was happening. And he and the people thought they were going crazy. The Bible said, looking down in the fire, the king was blown away by what he saw. He said, didn't we throw three men in the fire? But I see four men walking around in the fight. Reverend Andrew Tears said that Jesus got his arms wrapped around and the world can't do me no harm. Romans 31 says that if God is for Then who can ever be against us? So there was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thrown in the fire, but they see four in the fire. Joshua 1 and 5 says, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I would never leave you nor forsake you. So we find out that the king realized that the fourth person was God in the midst of the fire. And that's why I choose the Lord's side because not only will he bring you out of the fire, but he will give you enough strength to endure the fire. And choosing the world, you're choosing to stand by yourself. Because when everything drops, when you lose everything, who's going to call you? Who's going to check on you? When you get in trouble, who's going to the principal's office with you? It's just you. And I tell my students over there at the university, you have to get it together. Why? Because when you get kicked out of school, that's you. Your so-called friends, they may still be here. And you back at the house. When you get in trouble, you, that's you. So we must understand and make sure that we are always doing the right thing. Because when you're on the Lord's side, the sunrise said that he's there all the time. And I came to align you on this this morning that in this spiritual battle, as you get ready to go back to school, that it's best to be on the Lord's side. Tearing when you go to college. It's Ashton here, Ashton out here. But when you go to college, tell students, you're going to see a whole lot of stuff. 